Hello, this is Dan Russo, head football coach of Island High School. You're listening to The Dan Russo Show on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Just a kid from the neighborhood. We're all kids from a neighborhood. Take me back to 96. I fall asleep with the radio on. Turn my pillow to the fresh side. I fall asleep, oh sleepy eye. I don't dream big, just the right size. Modesty comes from mom's side. You ever heard of a soft touch? You ever heard of a finger roll? Little sun, little raindrop. And you watch this thing grow. Follow me like a firefly. At midnight in mid-July. Mixing blood and sweat and tears of joy. That's what I call the rally cry. Relentless. After uh, an unprecedented first week by week, uh, we are back for season three, episode one of the Dan Russo show exclusively on Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your host, Kyle Bennett, coming at you from Underground Studios and across from me on the video line, the host of the show, Coach Russo of Island High School Football. Coach, it's good to have you back. It's good to have the season back and uh, we're glad to have the Dan Russo show on Underground Sports Philadelphia for another season. Well, I appreciate you having me back, Kyle. I, I really do. And um, you're doing a great job with your podcast and everything you're doing in the community. And we really appreciate you uh, following violent football. So thank you. So you guys finally are uh, in game action this week after, you know, an unprecedented, you know, halt to your season where you guys were supposed to play against the prep. They unfortunately had a, a small COVID outbreak. So that postponed that game. Uh, but you guys are in action Friday night, 6 p.m. at Hamilton. They already have a game under their belt. Uh, what are you most looking forward to, you know, in this strange 2020 COVID, you know, life that we're living in to finally get this team out on the football field and let them uh, get their first crack at, at their season? Yeah, you know, the, the kids and the coaches are just looking forward to uh, going out there and competing. <clears throat> like you said, it's um it's been a tough year so far with everything that's going on and in the country and um it's nice to have something positive to look forward to and um you know hamilton's a great football co- program and they have a great tradition you know they're of winning championships and um you know they maximize the um the players that they get in that school and they have a good system and uh they like i said they've had a lot of success and we have all the respect you know for coach razzo and his program and uh you know, it's going to be a tough game tomorrow night, but our guys have been working hard and, uh, you know, we're looking forward to the competition. What has been the the biggest challenge for you guys, you know, maneuvering through all the protocols that you have to go through to safely practice and everything? And what's been something that's kind of, you know, stayed the same and been par for the course as you guys have practiced uh, to start this season? Yeah, you know, the protocols at first were challenging, but then you get used to it and it's just, it's part of your regular day-to-day now, so... You know, we temperature check all the kids, you know, ask them questions, make sure they're still feeling, you know, healthy and uh, don't have any symptoms. And um, we do our best to have them social distance and uh, always preach about, you know, washing your hands and, 
you know, they wear a mask when they get to practice, then they check in, they keep it on. And once we get to practice, you know, they take it off. And then, uh, you know, all of us are doing our best to social distance. The coaches always have their masks on at all times. And, uh, you know, it's just a tough situation, but we're trying to make the best of it. And uh, I got to say that I'm, I've been very impressed with the kids, uh, you know, our players and um, our coaches. And, um, you know, we're trying to do our part and, you know, we're hanging in there. Now you look at, you know, this schedule for you guys, a lot of road games to start the season, not at home until, you know, the end of October. But, you know, a lot of turnover for this roster as well. You had a lot of, you know, well-known players now moving on to the college ranks. Uh, what's been kind of the the difference of this team, you know, with new players in place after guys like Tyreen Powell, most notably, uh, was your quarterback the past couple of seasons to end the year, has moved on uh, to Rutgers, and he's doing a, a great job at Rutgers as they get ready for, you know, Big Ten football to make its return. But what's been the, the biggest change, you know, with all the changeover from graduating seniors moving on to college? Yeah, obviously we, we lost a lot of star power and you can't replace guys like that that you mentioned, you know, Tyreen Powell and, you know, Ryan Shelton, um, you know, Nazir Broom, kids like that. But, you know, we have guys, you know, that have – they're in their fourth year of the program now. We have a lot of seniors, close to 20 seniors. And um, we had a huge freshman class that was very successful, actually, 9-0 and as a freshman football team. And it's a solid team. We have a lot of experience. Um, the offensive line, we have three starters back and then two seniors stepping up in starting positions, uh, two senior tight ends, senior quarterback, senior wide receiver, um, two juniors, actually, and a senior slot in Jonathan Tony, who's got, you know, four years of varsity experience going into his fourth year, got some, you know, burn as a freshman. But um, I really like this team. They work hard. Um, they're real anxious to getting back there in a, in a, in a real game. Unfortunately, last week it didn't work out because of the issues you mentioned, but, um, I like this team and, um, we've got really great late leadership and experience and, uh, you know, we're not going to be an easy out. We're going to fight, we're going to compete and, um, we're going to do our best to win some football games here. And looking at the offensive side of the ball for you guys, you do have some notable guys still coming back from the past couple of seasons teams like you mentioned Jonathan Tony you've got Levi Manson back as a senior in his second year in the program Anthony Arthur running the ball um you know how much does that veteran experience help you guys as kind of an extension of the coaching staff while you guys are on the field especially in you know these COVID times to have knowledgeable players of the system that you guys run on offense to be able to say hey I'm seeing this out there Let's just, you know, let's ride with this play, and this is what's going to work. This is how we can beat this team. And with the extensive knowledge they have of just being, you know, violent high school football players for two, three, four years on varsity. Yeah, you know, um, it would have been a lot more challenging if we had, like, sophomores and juniors as um, most of our players. But fortunately for us, like I said, we have close to 20 seniors, and uh, – you know, that experience helps us because they know the system. It's the same. You know, my core guys are still there with Coach Smith, Coach Volpe, Coach Guzman, Coach Shifalalio. So the core guys, you know, from the beginning are still there with me, thankfully, and going into our eighth season here. And um, I feel like it's a well-oiled machine now. Um, 
I feel like each year we try to get better as a coaching staff and you know, each year the players, you know, impress us so much with their work ethic and their attitudes and their, you know, commitment to the program. So, you know, with the short window we had, the small window we had, um, I feel like our kids have done an excellent job um, and we'll be ready to play Friday night. So, you know, having all the seniors that we have is, I think, is definitely going to benefit us. And obviously, you know, it's a bit of a different schedule than you guys have played the last couple of years. Uh, just, you know, realignment and everything in the West Jersey Football <coughs> League. How much more preparation does that come into play from the coaching side of things to you know <coughs> dissect these new teams, figure out what they do best since they aren't teams that you've necessarily played over the past couple of seasons? Yeah, you know, I'm still trying to figure out why um... – they gave us three private schools. We're the only public school, I think, in South Jersey that has to play three private schools, which I don't understand because um, obviously they're they're set up differently than we are. But, hey, you know what? If that's what they give us, that's who we're going to play, so we're going to do our best, and um, we'll give them a game as well. But, yeah, the schedule did change. Um, as you know, we have the three private schools, and um, – you know, we have Mainland and we have uh, – what was the other one we had? Uh, yeah. Let me think here. Oh, I'm sorry. And Hamilton, Hamilton tomorrow. Yeah. So that's, and, and I'm and always the one, the big one on Thanksgiving. So, um, you know, got a tough schedule. The majority of those teams are in the top ten in South Jersey. So um, we're hoping to get in there ourselves. So it starts tomorrow night and um, my guys will be ready. What have you seen most from, you know, just looking at film and figuring out what this Hamilton team does now that they have a game under their belt? You've been able to kind of, you know, see what they did week one. Uh, what's something that you've, you know, that's caught your eye about this Hamilton team that they either do really well that you think you guys have to kind of focus in on and, and really buckle in for or something that you think that your violent football team matches up well against what Hamilton does? Yeah, well, they're – you know, a traditional Hamilton team, they don't they don't really change a whole lot. I mean, they like to run they like to run the football, play good defense and, and play disciplined uh, special teams and they're all of that. You know, they love their their belly run, they like their belly keep, you know, they love their counter and um, they execute it very well and then they'll sneak a pass in here and there on you because you you know, your defense goes to sleep thinking uh, all they're gonna do is run and then they surprise you with the throw. So you have to be on your toes. They play solid defense. They have a lot of seniors as well. Um, from the film and watching them live, you know, they played, you know, the neighboring town the other day. So uh, I watched that. And, uh, you know, they don't make mistakes. I didn't, I'm didn't. i trying to think if anything stands out as far as a mistake, and I can't think of one. It's their first game, and they played tough. Um, they were down a couple scores, and, you know, they played hard and played through, and they came back and, and ended up winning the game. So it was a big win for them, and uh, it's going to be a tough game for us. I mean, they're a really good football team, um, great football program. And, you know, like I said, we're just looking to forward to compete tomorrow night and um, have a good game. On the defensive side of things for you guys, has anything really changed too much from last year to this season, or are there some things that you guys have kind of had to, you know, maneuver with just either – players graduating or you know just switching some guys around in the system that you're running you know probably the biggest change that stands out to me is moving Jonathan Tony to safety 
he was a corner last year. You know, obviously Tyreem's at Rutgers now, and uh, you know Tony's was moved, and most of the other players either played varsity last year or were JV kids coming up that have earned those spots. You know, our backers are pretty similar. We have, um, you know, obviously we lost Ryan Shelton. He was a great Will linebacker, but we have uh, Lathan Kent's back. You know, Nas Butler. And we have Billy Davis playing, uh, you know, Will linebacker now. With the outside backers, you know, we have um, Antoine Rivera's back, and um, we've been trying some guys out at the other side, at the other outside backer. You know, Ethan Evans, Ryan Fennel. So those guys, we're going to see who can uh, step up and earn that position. You know, we have uh, Levi Manson's back at corner, and then uh, Deshaun Winchester's at the uh, other corner. Our defensive line's primarily, you know, the same. We have Demarcus Rivers at nose, and we have um, Ryan Williams at D tackle, and then we have uh, Derek Akami, and then we have some offensive linemen rotating into. So we're pretty solid on the defensive line, and uh, the offensive line guys, we're, we're trying to two platoon um, our linemen. So I think that's going to be a big advantage for us too, because we have a lot of depth at that position. So I feel like that's going to be one of the strengths of our team. And, I mean, you look at a, uh, a kid like Levi who was new to the program last year, uh, and really, as the season went along, he started to really catch on and, and <clears> develop <throat> into what you guys were doing on offense and defense, had that massive catch in the playoffs uh, in the first round, and he really seemed to start buying into the culture as the season went along. What have you seen from him now as he's in his senior season, second year in the program, and what kind of steps do you expect him to take as, uh, you know, he gets another year under your guys' coaching expertise under his belt? Well, it was a big change for him coming from a group one school up to a you know, group five school that plays a really tough schedule. So he's, you know, he's processed that. He's calibrated to our brand of football. And each week he got better. And um, I think he's going to continue to get better. And you know, he's been offered a scholarship to LIU. So, I think that's the first of many. He's 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 um, turned into a really nice football player. He's very athletic. He's got, you know, he's got the size and the speed, and um, he's a smart kid. So he's processed things, and um, he's competing at a high level. And I feel like he's going to be, you know, a great asset for us this season. How has the you know the new quarterback because of Tyreem moving on to to Rutgers now? How has he kind of, you know, fit in? Obviously, he was Tyreem's backup last year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so he does know the offense quite well, but different player than Tyreem. Tyreem is a agile, mobile uh, type of player, has the height as well. How is, you know, your new quarterback system, is it going to be tailored to his skill sets or is it, you know, a combination of his skills and what the the offensive system is? Yeah, he's ran the system. He was the freshman quarterback, so he had that experience, and he was a JV quarterback for two years. And maybe under a normal circumstance, maybe at a different school, he could have been a three- or four-year starter. It's just we have a lot of you know, high-level athletes, as you know. You mentioned Tyreem. Obviously, he's a big-time athlete. And, you know, Caleb, you know, earned his position. He waited his time. I'm real proud of him. He stuck with it, always helped the team, had a great attitude, and, He's done the progression, and he's looked great. And um, answering your question about the offense, our offense is going to be very similar. He can um, he can handle it. He can run the ball. He can throw, and he knows he knows our offense. He can process things, and he's a smart kid. And uh, you know, I'm real proud of him. Um, 
like I said to, to a lot of my players, you know, you look at Tom Brady, one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and he was a backup, and he waited his time, and look what he did. So we're looking to see Caleb do the same thing and step up this year. And he had a great offseason. He came back, put on, you know, f- at least 15 pounds, maybe more. He worked hard. He had, I think he had a personal trainer. He's been, you know, working out with some people, and um, I think he's going to have a big year for us, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. How much of an advantage is it for you guys, too, to know that he is so well integrated into the system, uh, you know, having learned under Tyreem as well and seeing what you guys have been able to put together on this offense, how much of an advantage is that for you guys, especially in a season like this, to have, you know, a new starting quarterback, but it's essentially, you know, not your quote-unquote typical new starting quarterback. Yeah, no doubt. And in addition to that, I know a lot of um... – Coaches that I'm that I talk to, they're they're starting out in new programs, trying to rebuild them. And I can remember doing that in 2013, and how hard that was. And you know what we were doing then, we're not really doing as much as that now because you have to run offense and defense and special teams that caters to your your talent and what your kids are good at. And you know, I think as a staff, we've gotten better at that trying to get our kids in good positions to be successful. So I feel like it's a huge advantage that they know our system and they've been in our system and it's consistent for them as opposed to us being first or second year coaches and and still trying to implement that system in. So it seems like as each year passes, the program's kind of running itself and I'm real proud of, you know, where it's, where it is right now. And um, I can't say enough about, you know, my coaching staff, these guys are the best and they're so committed and um, they work so hard. And, you know, I'm just an extension of them. They're the best. I, I'm, I'm so happy to have them. I'm lucky to have them. Like I said, they work their tails off. We've got great coordinators, Coach Volpe and Coach Smith, you know, and great position coaches with Coach Shifalalio and um, Coach Guzman. Like I said, I just can't say enough. We've got um, Coach Heck helping us out as well, a legend in South Jersey, as you know. And then, you know, we have Coach Belmonte as well helping us out. So, like I said, it's it's a well-oiled machine. And um, unfortunately, you know, our, our feeder programs weren't allowed to play this year, but there's violin kids playing all over South Jersey. So I've been, you know, watching them and uh, looking forward to coaching them next year and, you know, hoping they come to violin, which I think they will. We have a lot of great things to offer as far as the school system and the athletic department and uh, kids going to the next level and, you know, having a positive experience here at violin high school. We're trying each year to get a better culture. I feel like we've changed the culture and we're going to continue to do so. And, um, you know, my best salesmen are my former players. And as you know, I can't say enough good things about these kids and how proud I am of them and their accomplishments and, how hard they um, they practice and play. And, you know, last year we were down a lot of games. I, I'll never forget that season. And um, they battled back. We were down big in a lot of games, and they never quit. And I've got a lot of compliments from a lot of people that I respect in the football community in South Jersey that say, man, you're, those violent kids don't quit. And they're right. Our kids don't quit. And neither do my coaches. And um, I'm just glad to be part of it. And speaking of not quitting, there's a quite a number of former Violent High School football players at the collegiate level. And obviously, with the, the times we're in right now, a lot of college football is either, you know, waiting to be played or, you know, just ramping up now. 
Have you been able to talk to any of the alumni that are in, you know, NCAA football and figure out, you know, their situations, how they're holding up and uh, what the outlook for their seasons is going to look like? Yeah, I've talked to um, Isaiah and Tyreem a couple times and um, I haven't talked to them a couple of weeks, but probably this weekend I'm going to reach out to them to touch base with them. I mean, they're working hard. Um, you know, Rutgers had some issues with um, the virus and all that stuff, so they're working through that, and I'm glad to see the Big Ten, you know, is going to attempt to have a season and uh, let these kids get out on the field and uh, go compete. Um, you know, Naheem's working through some things as well, and um, I'm looking to reach out to him and see how he's doing. Other than that, and we know, you know, Jamil continues to work hard. He's trying to um, – I haven't seen any updates lately, but I know he's still trying to uh, – is on the Rams yeah. practice squad. Say that again? He is on the Rams practice squad. Yeah, well, that's excellent. So he's still there, and um, yep. I'm sure when they need him, they'll call him up. And he works hard, as you know, and uh, we're extremely proud of him. And I'm looking forward to see him either get back on that 53-man roster or find another home. I'd like it to get a little closer to uh, Vineland, but, you know – Wherever he lands, we're happy for him, right? Exactly. I put that that blog post on our new website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, where you'll get Violent High School football game updates as well. Uh, I put a blog post out. You know, I said it's time for the Eagles to go pick up Jamil Demby. They need offensive line help. Why not bring the local kid, you know, a little closer to home? Yeah, they could use some help, that's for sure. But um, he'd be a perfect fit, and um, that'd be much easier for us if we go see him play, right? Exactly. You know, he was just uh, here we a couple it. weeks ago. Like, let's make it happen. Yeah, and we get a game, and we get the game every week on TV, so we're set. Exactly. It, it just it's it makes too much sense to not happen. So, Howie yeah. Roseman, if you're somehow listening to this, you need to uh, go purge the the LA Rams practice squad real quick and bring our guy home. Well, obviously, if he is listening, like you said, we will vouch for him a hundred percent. So let's make it happen. Exactly, Coach. Friday night lights finally back, six o'clock p.m. at Hamilton. Best of luck to you guys as you uh, kick off your 2020 season. And hopefully next week we're talking about a big violent high school win. And uh, we'll be previewing uh, your week two matchup against Holy Spirit. Yeah, I appreciate it, Kyle. You know, it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be it's going to be a battle. I just know the type of kids they have and all the success they've had over the years. And they have really good coaches over there. And I got a lot of respect for them. And uh it's not going to be easy, but we're going to go in there and battle and do the best we can to uh, try to get a win for us. Um, like I said, it's not going to be easy. They're a very well-coached, well-disciplined football program. They have a lot of experience and a lot of success there. And, um, you know, we're just going to give it our best shot. And um, I'd like to say I'd like to thank all our supporters for their patience during this time. I know a lot of people have been trying to you know, reach out to me and get some tickets and stuff. It's just, it's a tough year. You know, Hamilton, they have a policy. Our cheerleaders and our um, our band can't even go. So it's, we totally understand their stance and they're trying to protect, you know, the, their community and their, their facilities and their team and everything, but it's not easy. So I just like to thank everyone in Vineland for their patience. We're going to do our best to get everybody, um, you know, at our games, we're only allowed to have a total of 500 people or less, but, you know, Hopefully we can have, we can get people to our games. And also the, the positive thing is our games are streamed live through the Violent Public Schools um, station. And I think they can watch it on Comcast Channel 22 possibly. And I know we have it on YouTube streaming live with that 
you know, with the app or if you watch it from your computer, if you have a smart TV. So, you know, Gia Missouri, I'd like to give her a shout out. She does a great job. And um, we're real thankful to have that set up in violent because I know a lot of people watch it. You know, I, I watch some of our games from over the years and I see how many viewers it has. And it's pretty impressive. It's in the thousands. So especially a game on Thanksgiving. So just appreciate everybody supporting us. And we're looking forward to giving, uh, you know, our fans and our community, a football program here in Vineland to be proud of. And uh, just want to thank everybody so much. And thank you, Kyle, as well. Do we have the uniform combo for uh, Friday night lights for week one? Yeah, it's going to look nice. It's, um, we got some, we got uh, every five years we get new uniforms that are school issued. So we got some new uniforms that are very nice. And um, it's going to be the white jerseys with the light gray pants. And um, they're, they're very nice. Like and uh, we appreciate, we appreciate, you know, everyone in the school system supporting us. Like I said, every five years, you know, the school issues a new uniform just because they wear out. I try to get five years out of them, but at five years, you know, they're ready to be passed you know, down to the um, freshman team, and they're happy to have the former, you know, varsity uniforms. But, um, you know, we had, do have a lot of combos. We have four jerseys because, you know, we've done some fundraising and through our our awesome uh, boosters donating money and helping us with those things. We do have a black jersey and then the red with the black and the, and the school-issued ones are the red and the gray and then the, the white with the red and the gray numbers. So, We'll be we'll be sporting them tomorrow night. So hopefully that'll give us our kids a little more juice and uh, they'll uh, be you know pumped up to get this win. Because a motto I live by, and I'm sure it's a motto that Vineland High School football lives by, is you look good, you feel good, you play good. You're damn right. I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> Looking forward to this game uh, tomorrow night, Friday, October 9th, 6 p.m. Vineland High School football taking on Hamilton at Hamilton. Coach, stay safe. Wish uh, all the best to you and the team and the coaches and everything. Uh, and hopefully, like I said, you guys are coming out on top. And next week we'll be recapping a win and uh, previewing your matchup against Holy Spirit. Well, I appreciate it, Kyle. Thanks again for um, having us this year. And we love your show and keep doing great things. Thanks, bud. So this has been the Dan Russo Show, episode one of season three, right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. For Coach Russo, I'm Kyle Bennett. We are signing off. Rise is one. Just a kid from the neighborhood Where our kids from a neighborhood Take me back to 96 I fall asleep with the radio on